Welcome to Wrestling is the Dark Side of the Ring. Also on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestling is hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How are you? I'm all right, Jim. Friday edition. It is. Yes, we are a little delayed. We had uh, various things happen on Tuesday, and uh, we couldn't make it. Brandon, you talk about what you want to. Go ahead. I don't know if I have much. I hope I look lighter in the camera. I think I'm about eight pounds less than I weighed on Sunday. Uh, went to the Eagles game. Had a great time. Got to go on the field. Blowout, 38-7. to Good time with the girlfriend. Uh, Sunday, woke up on the couch and was just like, uh-oh, something's creeping in. I've been fighting it off for a while, and uh, I set it up. Churning through Lorraine Bar t-shirts, sweating, sweating, sweat my bed like I pissed it every three hours till today. So, yeah. That is the worst feeling when you're sick and you're sweating. You know what they say? It's crazy. What's that? Sweat it like you pissed it. <laughs> is that what they say? Somewhere on the wrestling Star podcast. That's, what, that's what they yeah. say. <laughs> that's our first t-shirt. <laughs> sweat it like you pissed it. Chris, how are you? How was your week? How you doing? Oh, it was good. It was a very uh. Eventful week. Uh, Tuesday night, we uh, brought a puppy home. Okay, for the sacrifice, home. right? Hmm? For the sacrifice. Yeah, for the sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, if we got a little French bulldog, he's upstairs now. Uh, remarkably well-behaved. Pees and poops on the pad. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he was uh, 14 ahead. weeks old. So we're trying. I'm actually in the process of uh, having him pee on the pad. And then taking the pee pad outside and rubbing it in the grass. Nice, clean it up for you. So that so that when I, I take him outside, he smells the pee and then pees in the grass. Nice, because I can't get him to go to the bathroom outside. But he's doing it on the pee pad, and he's tiny, so his turds are quite small. They're like a Goldenberg's peanut chew. <laughs> what's, his, what's his dog's name? Vito is the dog's name. Vito nice. Corleone. Yes, his name is Vito Corleone. Anytime anybody asks me, I text them Vito, and then they say, and then I text the next text is to tell he's a pimp. He never could have outfought Santino. Uh, did you ever stick a mushroom or mushroom, <laughs> mushroom, a uh, uh, orange peel in his? Uh, <laughs> I'll have to do it. I'll have to do it. But more importantly, uh, yes. last this was last Saturday. Uh, do you gentlemen remember the story I told about the? Man in the locker room at the gym grunting under the uh, under the uh, dryer. Oh yeah, yeah, dick and balls up. Well, uh, he returned. He was back. The gremlin was back, grunting, walking around naked, kicking dirty, wet paper towels. You know, like the uh, uh, wait, paper what? Towels. He was kicking them. Yeah, like just kind of under the his foot and sliding across the floor. Wait, are we talking about like those uh, brown high yeah, school towels? Like, 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 like recycled paper towels. Paper towels right, right. that absorb nothing, those paper mm-hmm. towels. Uh, cardboard. <laughs> cardboard on a roll. Um, so I was in the uh, in the locker room, and he was there again. And uh, I think I told this story about how I can't contain my reactions to this shit. I just go like, oh, no. Right yeah, in people's faces is, when they're acting like idiots. Sumerian style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um, you know, and, and you can say that this was Sumerian style too, because I wanted to see what kind of man he was. I um, made sure I got a good <laughs> clips of that of that tootsie roll he had between his legs, nice. and uh, I looked at it. I, I took a glance Gotta at go. the penis. Um, I don't want to ever see anything like that in my life again. I don't yeah. know if it was just uncircumcised or hiding. 
but it was, them it was quite the moment, my, my friends, when you actually decide, yes, I'm going to stare, I'm going to stare through the mirror at a decrepit grunting man's dick. <laughs> you should have walked up and just gave him like, yeah, what you got going on there? You got going on there. Uh, yeah. So, um, that was my, uh, that was my Saturday before work, before the Eagles big victory, their viceroy, as you would say. Nice. And, uh, that's all I got. I would argue it's kind of Sumerian style living to wash your dirty feet on, by just throwing paper towels on the ground, just stomping over them in the, in the nude. In but what it, what isn't Sumerian style is allowing yourself to live till you get to that point. You should have been massacred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Never, yeah. That's you know, a, or thrown that's yourself with a lot of guys. Like you should have did. died in a war by now, and they're just they're still puddling, put putzing around because they they were uh, never had the chance. Yeah, if I you live them in aside. United, if you live in the United States and you're uncircumcised, it's not for, uh, uncircumcised is not for religious reasons. Then you probably should have died in a war. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people saying that. And um, this man is guys, this man this man is de- is definitely not destined to wear the jeweled crown of Aquilonia upon, upon a troubled brow. It's not going to happen at any point. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Vito and the Italians, I have a, uh, a newfound appreciation for one HBO Max because you can put a TV show on and it will just roll through season after season as I go in and out of this coma. Two, The Sopranos just as background noise. Uh, I watched that show twice now. Uh, it's replaced Seinfeld for me. I think at this point is what I throw on when I'm just I don't want to pay attention. Yeah. Because every time I look up, something ridiculous is is being said. Twenty years later, um, I don't know what I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but I was just like, I didn't. I, I this might be moving up the rankings for me into the top two. Well, it's you know they're funny, all of them, but they're awful people. So you kind of get those parts where you're like, yeah, I'm not supposed to be laughing at these people. It's these people big babies. They, they kill they kill prostitutes and you know, blame things on black people because they're black and it's just like, it's so shitty. That's so what you're saying is they're Italians. Yeah, but for, like, background noise that I'm supposed to take it lightly. Like, yeah. Seinfeld, they're all terrible people, but you laugh along with them. These but people, you laugh at them, and then you're like, ew. But, it, okay, here's what I would say. Like, yeah, I yeah. think it reflects well in hindsight as almost like self-parody, where they, I watched the Christopher Columbus episode today. Oh, and my God, it's it looks so like, It looks like it was written today. Yeah. Like, Tony Soprano, as a fucking idiot, he's like... Uh, AJ realizes that Christopher Columbus sucks, and Tony's like, "You mean you're teaching bullshit in these books?" Uh, that's a horrible Tony Soprano, but he, he does exactly great. what you would he say. He can't defend himself. Freaking out like an old Italian man would about like, "I'm paying all this money for this fucking school, and they teach the bullshit, the one book you read all year." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is exactly what a parody of an Italian guy would say." That oh, totally is. It's for Columbus statue. So like, it kind of still plays well in that sense. I mean, considering what we dealt with with the, you know, in Philadelphia with the uh, Christopher Columbus statue in South Philly and the gravy seals standing standing guard with their machine guns. Like, yeah, sure. I've seen these guys on the news. I know who they are. Chris thought. Well, I've always said that if the Sopranos did one thing better than anybody else did, it was David Chase did a fantastic job of encapsulating certain aspects of Italian American culture that don't have to do with the mafia at all. Right. Just their interpersonal re- reactions. Like there's the episode where Paulie is uh, bitching and moaning that everybody stole everything from the Italians and they didn't have anything. And they, they ate Pootsie in this country before the Italians got here. Um, yeah. Shit like that. Uh, when the girl says, um, 
she's reading chicken soup for the soul and he says you should read the Italian version. It's tomato sauce for your, for ass. your ass makes <laughs> no sense whatsoever, but it's something that would be said. And the Christopher Columbus thing, because nobody gives a shit about ass. Christopher Columbus. Why is that a holiday for Italians? Because the flag on the top of Christopher Columbus's ships was Spanish. Yeah. He just happened to be an Italian guy, and the Italians were like, yeah, get out. We're not giving you money. The just the instinctual defense and the uh, the one super Italian guy, forget his name, explaining that he also hates the northern Italians because they hate the Sicilians and everybody like kind of like a gr- understanding but completely ignoring him when they're sitting outside of that deli. Just quality stuff, age well. Good stuff. Or we didn't, like as a society. Either it aged well or as a society we just stopped <laughs> at one I, point never years. moving yeah. anymore. I think it's it's strangely uh, – it used to just be good, a good picture of what was going on. Now it looks like a cartoon, but it's a good cartoon. You're fucking right it is. That's a good way of putting it. It's a fantastic cartoon. I still haven't gotten past the episode of uh, Tony avoiding the deer and almost killing Adriana <laughs> or whatever her name is. I still haven't – that's the last episode I watched. I haven't watched it anymore. I'm not allowed to. There's some weird shit like the, uh, this is the last thing I'll bring up that that one episode where or, there's a guy that kills the stripper with his fist behind mm-hmm. Bada Bing. And then uh, uh, Tony Soprano's sister is shoving a vibrator up his ass, mm-hmm. calling him his like guma. Mm-hmm. It's like this is so funny. Like this would be the type of guy that hates women is like has this pent up inside of him. Oh, 100%. That's the second man that she's with that does that, too. Is it? I must. Yeah, because I think the first one. Not Jack. No, no, what's what's the evil real? That's Richie, but he holds a gun to her head. Yeah, but I thought she was blasting him in the butthole too. No, no, no. That was just that was Ralphie. That was just Ralphie. Ralphie. Also, was, I thought they Ralphie, both got Ralph it. Ralph Cifaretta was the guy. I both they were both. I thought they were both catching the dilds. No, no. It's and then Rich, Ralphie, Richie had the. He was like he, Richie was way too like old school legit. Yeah. He would even if he wanted to, he would be like, I can't. I think what you're getting confused is that Ralphie gets ahead of it once they break up, and he announces that she was trying to shove a vibrator up his ass and call him and pimp him out, and then he put a gun to her head and said, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Great way to just get ahead of a rumor before it comes out. It never happened. She tried. What a creep. She probably would say this, so I'm just going (laughs) to... Fucking crumbs. Good stuff. Crumbs. Crumb show. Killed the waiter. Everybody sucked after that. Yeah, kill the waiter. I'm on season four. It's still it's still entertaining. They didn't kill the waiter yet? Pretty soon after that. I forget when they kill the waiter. They don't want to tip him because they're arguing over who wants to pay the check. Well, he was Christopher was supposed to pay the check because he was the old man in the totem pole, and, and uh, Paulie was ordering drinks for everybody. You ordered drinks for those fucking skanks? <laughs> hey, I was being a gentleman. Bitch, I'll lay out a tab. Good stuff. And they kill the waiter. They didn't tip him. Yep, they shorted them. Fuck that. Sorry to derail, but... That's okay. We're starting with death, so let's talk about death. Jay Briscoe, RIP. Died in a car accident. Kids in the hospital. Kids are looking okay, though. So they're coming out. Brandon, you got any Jay Briscoe uh, memories you'd like to share? I don't. I didn't see him much. I think the first time I saw him was actually at MSG, strangely enough, at the at the Ring of Honor Super Show. I wasn't going to 2300 uh, when Ring of Honor was big. Um, I was I was watching after he died, like on some of the tributes, his match with his brother just outside some parking lot where they're beating the shit out of each other with with steel chairs, and 
I mean, he is uh, independent wrestling. Like he, he's the face of it as much as anybody. It's, it's a industry where we're very familiar with people dying too soon, but not like this. So it's strange. Interesting. That's an interesting point too, because when you hear heard he died, and when the news came out, he died. And actually, we were recording last Tuesday when the news came out. He, your first reaction, and I think it's just modern society is for everyone. Forget about pro wrestling is suicide, drugs. Like you're always thinking the worst things. The most it must have thing. been his own doing in some right. sense. Yeah, and here it was just a crazy ass fucking accident on a weird highway that gets a lot of apparently has a lot of accidents on it. This woman just drove into his lane and smashed head on. Crazy, Chris. Thoughts? No, I mean I really don't. It sucks, you know. Any uh, Jay Briscoe was, memories? I mean, he would look. He was at they. The two of them are hell of workers. I mean, they're both great wrestlers. They didn't have the, you know, the physical appearance to ever really, or the just the way they carried themselves in general. Their entire persona was nothing that would that would ever be able to make it on a big stage. Well, WWE, but they can. They were. Uh, wrestling-wise, they were as good as anybody out there. Um, and I did see him one of the one of the better wrestling matches I ever saw live. It was him and Jay White at uh, at Ring of Honor at a television taping when he was Jay White was on excursion, and there was this crazy guy in the behind me screaming, like really screaming for Briscoe to win. And it turned out I found out later that it, we were like, "What's that? His dad?" And it was it was his dad. Nice. His dad used to get all the shows. Yeah. Yeah, one thing about Jay Briscoe, and he was definitely the highlight of all the Ring of Honor shows that we watched, and I wasn't watching on TV, TV that much because there was too much bullshit with watching it on TV. Just not a very fun show to watch on TV, but Jay Briscoe was always a highlight. And um, that dude's promos were always fucking awesome. <laughs> like, he just... He owned he, it. He sounded like a real person talks, even if, you know, a real white trash person from Delaware, which is what he was. So what he sounds like. It was great. Yeah, I remember them coming out, and like I was, I knew who they were. I've watched them wrestle a couple of times on YouTube or something, but never seen them in person. And, and I was just kind of like, oh, what the fuck is this? Because we were kind of waiting out all the Ring of Honor segments when we were at that show. And you, you looked at me and you were like, pretty fun, right? They're pretty entertaining. And I was just like, you know what? You're right. They, they, they are for what they are. They are entertaining. Yeah, Jay Briscoe and and now Mark's left behind. And we'll talk about Mark's match. But uh, R.I.P. Let's move on. Does anybody want to cry while you're here? Um, the annual Stardom Awards happened. Let me just run through them real quick. Best Technical Skill, Azumi Fighting Spirit, whatever that means. Award was uh, Starlight Kid. Outstanding Performance Award by Saya Kamitani. The Shining Award, which is voted on by the fans, was Tom Nakano. Best Unit Award, Stars, for some reason. Uh, unit. Best yeah, unit. Best Tag Team Award, Meltier. That's that's employee and Tom Nakano. The Best Match Award, uh, Julie and Siri. Both of them burst into tears during the award ceremony, which was pretty cool. I'm assuming none of them know what the results are, and they find out at the show. And uh, the MVP was Siri for 2022. Brandon, any thoughts? No mention of Mayu Watani, who I felt like was one of the most entertaining people on that show. It's kind of interesting, but don't disagree with that for the most part. Well, she's in stars. I guess they got her in there. True. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, thoughts? Is Mayu Iwatani the one that said she had a chicken brain? Yeah, she has, she has brain like chicken. Brain like chicken. Maybe that's my brain chicken. Here, chicken. My brain chicken. Um, no, nothing to add. I could do without. I could do for a couple of weeks without somebody starting crying, but 
They're always crying. Come on, stop crying. But other than that, no. Where your princess is crying all the time. Um, New Japan and Noah had their show, which I am not going to watch because it's pay-per-view only, and I'll see it in like two months. But uh, more importantly, in the uh, you know, we talked about coming out of Wrestle Kingdom. Is this the year that New Japan knocks it out of the park? Well, we got a really good Wrestle Kingdom. Then we got uh, Shingo versus the Great Okan in a judo MMA match, which was not great. But we get a match between, now, if you guys remember last year at the NOAA vs. New Japan show, the lead to that, uh, Okada, I'm talking for, to anybody who isn't familiar with the situation, Okada last year, two years ago, 2021, was saying that, uh, uh, what's his name, Kiyomiya, the guy that's like the big star, the young star for NOAA, wasn't that big a deal. He didn't need to notice him. He doesn't care. He's never watched any of his matches. There was a match on that show. Nothing big happened. Leading up to this show, he said some of them, some more of this shit. So the match starts. They're in it. I've seen it. If you've seen the clips, you can find them online if you haven't seen them. Match starts. They're in there. They're doing their whole routine. It's mostly Makabe and the other guy. I think his name's Bond. I forget. I'm Naiba. I forget what he is. He's a really big guy. Him and Makabe are going at it. And then, um, Okada comes in and he's got, he's got the one guy in a chin lock and key and me, you could see him over Okada's shoulder, like <sighs> stewing. He runs into the ring. He starts kicking Okada. Okada's like turning his back at him and pretending not to see him. And then Kimea kicks him square in the fucking forehead. Okada comes after him. They brawl outside. The match is thrown out. There's a drop kick that is fucking insane where Kimea hits Okada and he hits fucking Makabe. Dude, this shit was fucking awesome. Brandon does. I mean, we talked about this with Forbidden Door. Like the, the one thing that New Japan will never sell is Okada. Like you can't touch Okada. So, wow, okay. Where, what are they thinking of Noah right now and the, the money that can be made out of this? This is uh, kind of turning a new leaf for New Japan here. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I don't get this. I mean, I get it. They kind of do this a lot when it's like, I remember the one time it was Shibata was doing this when it was New Japan and Noah. This was about five years ago or so, longer, longer than, than that. that. Yeah, it was longer than that. Yeah. And I remember Jim and I were texting, like, what? Shibata's losing his fucking mind. It goes into this strange world of work shoot. Um, But, like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was hot as fuck. But I, a couple things about this I didn't. What made them drag? Am, am I missing something? They made they pulled Togi Makabe out of mothballs for this uh this match is very strange. Well, the build-up to it was like Makabe and the other guy, like, was it? Lot, like online, I think was the build. No, I he was just, in there to fill a body. Yeah, it was just <laughs> an odd, an odd, and it's odd to see him. He's very rarely, because you forget, like, they're stable mates. Right. You know, forget about that, because Makabe's not around. I don't see him that often. Um, I just, you know, I mean, kicking a guy in the face like that. To sell tickets is a little strange. I think it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until 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 you break Okada's nose on accident, and then he can't so, wrestle. I, I mean, are you one of these people that think that Okada wasn't in on it? No, I know that he was, but I right. mean, it's just like it's just like it's this weird like I don't know, man. I I I I think as I'm getting older, there's something that's changing in me that's like I don't like to see guys. I, you, I told you, I don't like to watch Kota Ibushi. And the reason being is not because I don't think he's fucking phenomenal. It's just that I'm afraid he's going to break his neck, and I'm going to see it when it happens. So I, it's, I, it's it's not like I'm sitting here. I'm morally opposed to it. I always just watch that stuff, like, through my fingers because I'm always afraid that somebody's going to get fucking injured so bad. 
Uh, that's just the only thing that I had. I, I, like I said, I don't even want to say I have a problem with it. It's just like, it's like, I, Nido's the same way. Sometimes Nido does moves and I'm like, fuck, this dude's going to die. Hiromu, how many times have we lost him because he's doing insane moves like that? Hiromu Takahashi, you're talking about, right? What's that? Hiromu Takahashi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, you know, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's not that I'm sitting here and I'm in an outrage over that this happened. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. But I'm just like, I want these guys all healthy and wrestling all the time. So anytime, like, something like that happens, I'm just like, oh, no, why? I mean, you sent that video of Sasuke jumping off fucking 90 tables. He does it every year. I know. I'm just like, man, like. Seriously, you managed, like, especially when you get to his age, you managed to make it through it doing this shit for all these years. Like, eventually, you're going to fucking run out of time. And you're just going to break, and you're going to be stuck spending whatever eight years are left in your fucking life in a, not being able to walk. Brandon? I think that's a good point. It's totally appropriate for you to have sensitivities to those things. I think I'm so desensitized that. It doesn't cross my mind with Ibushi or uh, with Okada getting kicked in the head. To me, it, um, I'm not the one of the three of us that should be speaking about this, but to me, it feels like a a younger brother thing to do, which Noah kind of is to New Japan. Just like if you get your shot here, do the dirtiest thing possible and, and make your <laughs> make your mark to try to get something out of it. So I was like, okay, I, I get it, um, but a very valid point. Well, one thing that's happening out of it is that everybody's talking about it. That's for sure. Nobody yeah. was talking about Noah before this. No, now all of a sudden, there. one of the hottest tickets is this fucking bye-bye show, this great Muda bye-bye. No, is this is that what it's called? No, there's another show. He's got like so many to go to going away shows. Oh, sorry, it's called Noah Kenji Mudo Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love Holdout. And this is Muda again wrestling. We still haven't seen the end of this. Well, it's Keiji yeah, Muda. Yeah. So uh, Keiji. I Mudo thought we did Keiji Muda with uh, with uh, what's his friend name from uh, Shinsuke. Was that that wasn't his Muda? last. That was his last Keiji Mudo match in New Japan, wasn't it? No, that was a Noah show too. That was a Noah. No, that was the Great Muda. That no, was Great Muda. Yeah, because he kissed the uh, the mist out of his mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the, he's got this show, and he announces at the end of the Noah show that he is going to wrestle Tetsuya Naito. This is officially his final match. And, uh, Brandon, did you check out this, uh, Sting, Darby Allen, Great Mood, and Sting versus Akira, Akushi, and Marafuji match? Of course. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, first of all, Sakuraba's on the card, so that's going to get me to, yes, to fire yes. up Wrestle Universe and type in this strange password that, that you have, Jim. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, I had to check him out. Um, didn't, in hindsight, not sure that I did, but I, I did watch it. And then, uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think this was that bad for what it was. Hakushi was fucking awesome. It, it's a, is it Hakushi? Is that how you say it? Um, yeah, Hakushi. Um, yeah. Hakushi. Um, that was one of the, you know, for someone that's catching up on Muda, it was one of the matches I was very familiar with. To, so to see him uh, bleeding all over the place again, the, that bloody stick, he's writing, writing on it with his own blood. Mm-hmm. Staying at Darby Allen, um, not sure that they needed to be there. Uh, it looked like they were having fun, though. Hey, man, Darby Allen got a big fucking pop when he came out. I he did. Shocked. He got a huge yeah. pop. He did. Yeah, they were. I, I, they were. Uh, they weren't in the match a ton. I actually thought they would carry it more than they did for what it was. It was. It mm. was fairly for for being the main event of this thing. But I, I, I thought it could have been worse. I guess I would say. Yeah, twenty minutes they went. This is uh This was fun. This match. Um, it was super like. 
overbooked and theatrical. Everybody had like a special entrance, except for Sting. Thinking about his fucking Sting t-shirt, <laughs> which was always a riot. Big match Sting in his Sting t-shirt. This is I hard, like how man. Sting is now like a, a wintry figure. Like he's yeah. he's comes coming out in the snow every snow. time. Isn't he? Scorpions, lots of scorpions where it snows. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, this is fun. Chris, you gonna go check it out? I watched it. Oh, you did watch it. Go ahead. Yeah, I watched it last night. No, it was everything you guys said it was. Um, Darby Allen. I, you know, Darby Allen is. Uh, We'll get into AEW obviously later, but Darby Allen is pretty much one of the more exciting things in that peak. One of the things that piqued my interest every week. And uh, if he's on it and the opponent isn't just some dud, I'll tune in. And uh, this was pretty good. This didn't disappoint. It's exactly what you can expect. It worked around everybody pretty well, you know. And uh, yeah, good stuff. I um, they have, the photos came out yesterday of Darby Allen pushing the Great Muda around in a fucking wheelchair after this match. Oh my God. This man's just going to be a torso by the end of this tour. No legs. It's going to be Metallica 1. He's going to be fucking... The final match of, Kate, of, of the Great Muda will be him in the ring with no arms and legs and Sting standing over him going, S-O-S. Help. Over and over again, help. That's going to be the, 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 the final... Chapter. That movie, Johnny Got His Gun. Johnny Got His Gun, I think it's called. Something movie. Like that, yeah. Darkness imprisoning me. Yes. All that I see, absolute horror. I cannot live. I can see the whole thing like that. <laughs> That's my cell. Body my holding cell. Um, okay. Big Best news. part about that song, sorry, yeah. is uh, in the beginning where it's like war and the captain or whoever's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And it's obviously James Hetfield. Like, yeah, come on. Come on, come on let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got Colonel Hetfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Hetfield. was two albums. That was like two albums later. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, big news. How about this? Uh, Noah has its first women's match, and it's uh, oh, twice as long as the match that New Japan had. Jungle Kiona and Sariano defeated Mayuki and Natsu Sumurai, and they're already calling for a title. Fucking, I guess uh, Muda was like, saw how long the New Japan match was. Is like, yeah, we could do double that. Any thoughts on that, friend? Um, I guess I, I do, but first I would ask you, like, do you think this is going somewhere? They're, they're, you said they're trying to create a women's title in Noah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think everybody's catching, and Japan is catching on this, uh, holy shit, women fill the building thing. Seems okay. like we've got two new companies that are starting up, including All Japan has a new company that's starting up. Um, New Japan, I mean, once New Japan does something, I guess everybody's going to follow. But, uh, I mean, it, it, the only two companies that grew during the pandemic were TJPW and Stardom, money-wise. So it's like, be stupid to ignore it. It's right, there. Yeah. The money is there. you got to fucking cash in on it. Exactly. I think that's all that, that this is, is someone who doesn't know, like, the depth of the, the Japanese women's wrestling world of who's available and who they can who they can build out of the TJPW people they want to pick up or, or what their plan is. Um, it's I think it's an ex- exciting and encouraging because uh, – there's just hasn't been a long history of women's sports and entertainment that's been profitable and alluring to like male businessmen. It just is what it is. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the ones that exist are like kind of subsidized, and this is clearly for better for worse. Just people jumping on the cash, and it's like, oh, cool. It's a testament to how good of a fucking job they've been doing. Yeah, and um, you know, I was thinking about it today in the shower while I was touching myself. Um, <laughs> okay, one of, one of the main reasons <laughs> that. Uh, you know, thanks to Ronda Rousey, women's sports is important now. 
You know what I mean? The woman fucking, she revolutionized women's sports. I mean, she may deny Sandy Hook, but, you know, what are you going to do? She just got some bad info, Jim. You got to let off. You know, you got it. I mean, it makes you wonder. Really? So an r slash conspiracy shit happens, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to do. There's a lot of independent professional wrestlers with the crap. Like a couple of companies closed. Well, originally Actress Girls closed. And a lot of these, not these girls in particular, but some girls were from Actress Girls that are popping up as independents. So there's a lot of women out there that aren't tied down to a contract that could just work these shows as freelance. You don't have, if you're only doing one, you know what I mean? Like if you're doing one show, one match per show, then, you know, you could throw these four women in who are all great and have them put on a 50, a great 15 minute match. Hey, see you later. And then they leave. Somebody's the champ. They only have to show up once a month. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, I, Good. I just think it's nice that this clearly isn't an act of like an evolving culture. It's like, no, these women have earned it financially. Yeah. As they said in their promo, stardom's not the only bit thing out there. There's other kinds of women's wrestling out there. That's true. Hell yeah. yeah. Chris, any thoughts? No, I mean, I, yeah, I was just thinking while you guys were talking, Jim. Yes. But thinking about American women's wrestling in the U.S., so obviously we just go to WWE because for a while, you know, that was it. This has to be the longest period in which they were actually, women were actually featured in any role in WWE history. Yeah, by far. Right. I mean, I'm trying, because, like, you look, time gets murky. I don't remember when they brought all the women up from NXT at once with Charlotte and Becky Lynch. It's all the same time frame. We're still in that. Yeah, it was all the same day, right? I'm just curious. I can't think of how long ago that was, but now I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to think back in my head to the the crappyola uh, um, era, whatever the hell, the the Attitude Era. And uh, just after that one, it was Trish Stratus and Lita and, and Molly Holly. But that didn't go nearly as long. I mean, we have this people have this misconception that that whole era went on for like a decade. It went on for like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, so, there were really good women in that late '90s, early 2000s of WWE, but they slowly moved away from which WWE is doing now. But they're taking a different approach where they moved away from established professional wrestler. Like they would bring, like Molly Holly was an independent wrestler. Um, what's her name? The woman that was in Glow. Oh yeah, um, yeah. What's her name? I, I can't. The one that was in Right to Censor and yes, yes. She yeah, was, I, I, she was an established wrestler. Um, uh, fuck. Uh, Ivory. Girl from, yeah, uh, Ivory. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. Jack-a-line. Names, Jackaline. Like I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember, and I can't. It's all blanking on me. But all these women were established wrestlers, and then they started to develop their own wrestlers. But when you got guys like John Laurinaitis and fucking. Vince in charge, you're going to get women that you rather, you want to kind of have sex with as well. Which not to say that you don't want, you know what I mean? Like, it's disgusting and sexist. So you get people, not to belitter, belittle people like, uh, Barbie Blank and guys like that. They became pretty good wrestlers, but they weren't going for the established talent. And it's the same thing now. They're starting to move away from that. The difference is, is that they have a good training system in NXT now where your Sasha's and your Bailey's who were established indie, like, I guess not stars, but indie wrestlers, you're getting people that are athletes like Bianca Belair, and they're growing them out of whatever, you know, training, which is, it's cool. Like that girl, Tiff, uh, Trif, sorry, Tiffany Stratton. I've seen her. She's really fucking good. Mandy Rose. She's good. These girls are good. Not all of them are, you know, uh, indie darlings before they came to WWE. Brandy, you got thoughts? 
Sort of. I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I, I was thinking about how when I grew up, like I, I, I never really had that. You would think, even watching WWE Attitude Era, that I would this like jaded perspective towards women's sports and athleticism. I, I am appreciate it, and I know Jim, you're a, a huge advocate for it, but I never really had this thing where I looked down on it. And I think a lot of that was um, like Lita and China. Like just watching them as a child and just genuinely just being like, these are badass wrestlers and not being like, this is great for women's sports. And there, there was no deeper meaning behind it. Just getting a kick out of them the same as I did Jeff Hardy or Mankind. I think as this continues to grow, I think it's a really positive thing. And you're going to get a lot more kids watching wrestling that will grow into adults that feel like that. Because that's kind of where you want to get to, right? Not that it's like, oh, let's put somebody on. Let's show them something. This should just be equally as entertaining. You shouldn't have to address it. <laughs> right. And, you know, we can say, in, you know, the the jumping point for women's wrestling at WWE was the when Bailey and Sasha and all those people got called out. But I think it was AJ Lee. It, dude, it was, it was fucking Total Divas on the E! Network, too. Like, I know a lot of people that watched that show that didn't watch wrestling. And then they started watching wrestling after watching that show. Uh, Natalia, uh, AJ Lee, uh, even fucking Soraya, when she came up, she was a big fucking deal when she came up. And I, I, I remember think that's good. No, please continue. Sorry. I think that was a big trigger for women's wrestling in the United States. Of course, it existed other places, and it existed in. You know, I'm talking about in the big company, and at the time it was WWE. There, that's all there was. And finding wrestling, and you had to, even back then, there was no streaming options in 2014 like like there are now. You couldn't watch Stardom unless you found it on fucking Daily Motion. And someone had to tell you that they had a show. You didn't know. Right. Now it's all it's all out there, and it's, you can't avoid it. It's there. And people are going to watch it. And either you get a piece of their money, or they're going to spend it somewhere else, or they're going to pirate it. And p- companies like Noah and, Ida, and, uh, and New Japan... You know, they're they're run by big companies and they're like, Yeah, we gotta get some fucking cash. We gotta get some of this shit. That's a smart move business wise. You're you're alienating yeah. an entire market. We talked about it before. It's fifty percent of the fucking world you're alienating. Right. Right. Chris, follow thoughts. I just think I was just thinking this when you said it. I think the only the biggest headache, the biggest problem that I think women in the US in US wrestling that the women have isn't even the company. The companies are one problem. But it's also fucking fans. Well, yeah, that's you know, I mean, that's the you have to get over with guys who are you know behaving like fucking assholes or going I don't like her and going to the bathroom or going to get popcorn or whatever while you're while you're on, and it just you know it it doesn't. And nowadays, television, it's not like all right, we're going to let something develop. It's we need results right now, or we're just bailing on it, moving on to something else. So. That's part of the big issue, but I don't think there's a problem now. Right. You know. Yeah, that's that was kind of the point I was trying to make. I think you put it well better than I did and finished it for me. It was when I was growing up, it wasn't look at the puppies. It was like, can I get mom? Can I get a Lita T-shirt just because she's fucking badass and rocks with the Hardys? It's like but that's I you. Think that's the kind. But I think that's if when you when you have enough of that available, you're going to get less of those shitty fans and more right. normal people. And Maybe. the shitty fans are haters until something becomes popular and then they love it so you know it's a matter of getting it mainstream and then all of a sudden people will yeah exactly people will get on board the the person that's uh making uh rice jokes at fucking um hikarashita mat- during hikarashita matches when she sees people her getting over and people cheering he shuts the fuck up 
Right. Because now he's he feels like a fucking idiot and he just wants to fit in. I just want to be the most popular guy in class, but I'm not. Wait. Oh, that's not funny anymore. I think, I think Brandon touched on this, but I think it's one of the things that, that, that happened, like when Ronda Rousey came up in UFC and then that catapulted the women's divisions and all these different weight classes. One of the things that the UFC did a great job of, and I think that maybe, and I think this is what you were touching on before, Brandon, was UFC did a great job of this, and I think that WWE, AEW, all the American wrestling companies that are going to feature women would do a better job trying to treat this as, is that the way that they call matches, the way that they present matches with women in the UFC is that these are not two women. These are two fucking people going Fighters. at it. They're just yeah. the same as the two guys you saw before that, right? If you get uh, – There's no any, reason to comment on their looks. There's no, no reason to mention anything like that. These no. are two people in combat battling. No. Yeah. It's and not it, the, and, wow, this is crazy for two women. It's just – this is yeah. crazy. Getting in there, getting in there over the course of six months – Cutting weight, working out, training Muay Thai, training Jiu-Jitsu twice a day, training Muay Thai twice a day. All these different fucking things are just as difficult for women as they are for men. They put in just the same amount of work, and they get the same results for that work that they put in. So to even mention the fact that, oh, wow, she's got a great height, right hook for a woman, right, doesn't fucking help anybody. It makes it just silly as fuck. And it actually, you know, I've been kind of – Let me – just to make mentioned. just to make your point, just, just to like – hammer home your point remember um Sheeta versus jamie hater at one point shivani says this is one of the hardest hitting women's matches we've ever had yeah there's no reason to say that they just say it's a hard hitting one match. of the hardest hitting matches we've had but don't yeah. put it in the women's category just say it's one of the hardest hitting matches because so, it was yeah so you're there's saying no fucking that... young bucks matches that look that good that look that convincing that look that impactful just say no. women don't say women's just say match good no, yeah, I was in agreement with you. I mean, they do that. I was going to say, yeah, that fucking, that right hand that Jungle Boy threw earlier in the night, that's in the category higher because he's a man, even though that right punt, right hand looked like shit. But it doesn't matter. It was a man that threw it. So it's automatically more powerful than any woman that would do that. And it's just, it's just so fucking stupid. But another thing you know, that these companies can learn from UFC is that uh, Dana White recognized how fucking popular that ronda rousey was and how popular women's fighting was and cashed in right away it was like put her on top put her on the top he, put her on the top. he would not he would never he, the words i will never have women fight on one of my cards ever came out of his mouth multiple times mm -hmm. ronda was a strike force champion and she was nuking people and the like the big the hardcore mma fans that would go out and watch strike force i think it was on showtime they would watch Strike Force and they would catch it on um, whatever, like Fox Sports 1, whatever it was on at the time, or it would pop up at weird times. They would watch this and they were into her. And he immediately went, I cannot like to watch women beat the shit out of each other. If that's my personal preference. But if it's putting money in everybody's fucking pocket, I move that to the side and I become a goddamn businessman. And I give people what they are willing to pay for, not what I think that they should be willing to pay for. Right? And even Vince, dickhead that he is, once that started happening with Ronda, he was still going, oh, never. And then finally, because I don't even think they had a woman's championship for a while, and they brought it back. And it was the Divas championship. Because that's not fucking bemoaning at all. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're a, you're a female wrestler in our company. Now, the men's 
don't have a fucking, I don't know, Meatheads yeah. Championship. A cock. The, pimp, the pimps division or something. Yeah. Right. The meathead, the meathead asshole division. You know? Silly as fuck. Yeah. Anyway, women's wrestling rules. I don't know how we got on this. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It's a good, good, good conversation. Yeah. AEW. You guys ready for this? Oh, anything you want to talk about before we move on to AEW? No. Okay. All right, here we go. Now, I'm going to, I was thinking about, you know, the way to approach this because we're weeks behind. We were able to watch this week's episode, and it wasn't very good. Um, R.I.P. Jake Briscoe, though. Um, so let's just talk about some of the stuff. And I have stuff written down in a list, and I'm just going to go through it. And I'll get you guys' opinion on it. Okay? Sound good? Let's do this. So since we're talking about the women, how about this women's division angle of the AW originals versus the people that AW assigned going against each other? Brandon, thoughts? Do I have do I have any thoughts on this? I mean, uh, it's about as uncreative as it gets, right? Um, but I, who am I to blame for that? I guess is is the question. Is this uh, the thing with AEW is always supposed to be that these people can kind of build their own world, and it was an open book and uh, you know who who came up with this? I guess is <laughs> is where I, my finger points, but not the most exciting thing, right? Yeah, I mean we're getting our favorites, and they're all on TV, but at the same time, it's uh, it's not all that intriguing. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I'll skip that because I agree with all that. Uh, maybe look forward, maybe that this could be the seed that grows a mighty oak. We can branch some storylines off of something like this. Right? Um, yeah. If you actually, if you actually Cheetah put as part of yeah. It. And, you know, if, if you actually put the time in, um, and when I say we can branch some storylines off of something like this, I mean like a storyline that ends at Christmas this year, not in three weeks. Right. You know? Yeah, she is intriguing because at first she thought she was turning heel, but it turns out that her friends are heels. How quickly Soraya turned heel. She came back. Well, she's not a dude. She's a shit. Yeah, man. why is she screaming, fucking, this is my house? Why is she just still doing that? Well, it's just because they don't know how to do anything else. It's like when Matt Hardy showed up and he was still fucking delete, 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 even though he wasn't supposed to leave that behind. But the fans were chanting delete with him. I know. Are they screaming, this is my house? No, nobody screams at that. I, <laughs> you know, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Never she gets a big pop still. People love her. Good. I, you know, disinterested. Have always been. Right. Personal preferences. I, I just don't know who to blame. Like, uh, I get... I, I don't know if I have less less sympathy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I have less sympathy for it or, you know, it's, it's going off of the top conversation we just had about women's wrestling. To me, I'm just like, this is just some wrestlers with some shitty ideas. It's disappointing. And just in that. Dude, they have good workers in this division now. Tony Storm. Uh, Hikarshita. Uh, Willow Nightingale is uh, featured heavily getting, on television. Yeah. Ruby Soho. I thought that match was fun. Yeah. But oh, that was good that match. But um yeah, they got good workers, but I don't know. I'm not loving it. Well, they have a they have a full If you think about Saturday morning wrestling, right? They have a full Saturday morning wrestling kind of cadre of wrestlers, of women's wrestlers, right? They have wrestlers that are good. They have wrestlers that are not so good. You can consistently have the wrestlers that are good beat up on the wrestlers that are not so good so that the wrestlers that are not so good get better. And you can build storylines that don't involve with all these people going at. You don't have to have Tony Storm fighting Ruby Soho every week. 
Have them dance around each other. Get your Anna Jay in there. Right? Let her get beat up. Let her get beat up by somebody. I just said her because she's, I think she stinks. Let her get beat up by somebody. Like, oh, these, 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 you know, I mean, any of the, uh, Red Velvet, any of the women that are like, I guess they're the AEW originals. I guess that's what they're calling them. Any of those women. Well, they're still in the baddies. That's a different, whole different angle. But I'm just saying, any of these women, I'm trying to categorize them as women that have been around since AEW pretty much started. Right? And, you know, that's how you get these, the, these people good is you have them wrestle the good people and they lose to the good people and they progressively get better and then they become the good people. Right. You know, and you build storylines between the good people wrestling the not so good people while the other good person that like doesn't like this good person is floating around in the sidelines doing shit. Not every week in the ring and leaving everybody else out to dry. I mean, they have these people that, okay, so they have like sky blue. Who's always on TV. She's super young. She's better than most of their prospects, women-wise. They have that woman, Kylan King, really tall redhead, who I don't know if she's signed, but she uh, she works AEW Dark and stuff. Like, occasionally pops up on the main roster. She's actually going to stardom. She'll be in stardom next month, which is good. I don't know. Okay. I have something Kira Hogan, <laughs> Athena. There's a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Kira Hogan, right. right. Athena's really good. Go ahead, Chris. Chris, she's Asian. not. But um, she's going against Yuka Sakazaki, by the way, for the Ring of Honor Championship. Did I send you guys that uh, promo where she's backstage wrecking shit? Like, where's Yuka? Where's Yuka? Show me where Yuka is. Yuka Sakazaki just shows up, and goes hi. And <laughs> oh yeah, no, I didn't okay. see that. I must have missed that. Oh, was glad. Um, Go ahead. Athena, what, what I was out. saying was, oh, um, you know, is it good? Are you getting genuine responses from fans when you have women or men that you don't use, like, on the main television show, going out and wrestling on dark in front of a couple thousand re- – uh, uh, a couple, maybe a thousand, two thousand people in a 10,000-seat arena? So essentially an empty fucking room. Does that – do they get the responses? Like – can you really tell? I mean, I'm legitimately, this is a question. Can you really tell if what you're trying to get across is getting across when you're wrestling in an empty fucking no, room? It's no. No, of course not. No. Maybe there should be another structure for them. Remember they were doing stuff on a, in How a studio. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't understand what? it. It's, this is, and it, and it goes for men too. This wasn't just, uh, this right. is anybody that you want to build up and teach. They're going to go out there and they're going to try things to see if they work. You can't tell. I mean, look. If you're in a – how many people, 10,000? Does the Lyakura seat? We don't know. Not it's that just, many. No, it's, right, it's like 12. No, it's like 12. Is, Is it really real? big? Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. big, big five basketball. That makes sense. So 12,000 people, you have maybe 2,000 in there in the beginning of that night for dark. Everybody else is stuck in line for 45 fucking minutes buying T-shirts and popcorn. You have them in there, and you have it's the same thing as wrestling in a Y in front of four people. You can't get a gauge as to what people like in that situation. I guess that's where they use social media. But but is that a gauge? You don't get people's honest opinion. You get, I want to be a dick. Because when I um, see asshole shit, your face isn't in front of me to, to, for me to read and react and feel sympathetic or empathetic that I treated you like shit and changed my mind. You're not there. Just over 10,000, 10.2. Yeah, I have a hard time gauging size of buildings. You know you're getting into size, like, big numbers when it's no longer 10,200, it's 10.2. 
Whenever yeah, that yeah, point exactly. gets involved after, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, Emmy Soccer is fighting. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> the dude's the champ, Jamie Hader. Hader in a couple of hours. Oh, really? Yeah, she's on Rampage. It's a reason for me to tune in. I'll want to watch. The, as the division well, gets Rampage better, in general. I'm sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. As the division gets better, I think they're running into the, a similar problem that the men's division has, where it's like, unless your name's Jade Cargill, you can't just squash right anybody yeah. and just let that happen. Or we've talked they, about it. We keep they all talking work. about is the lack of rotation. They don't rotate. We got action on Dreddy on fucking television every week. Rotate them. Get them out of here. I had to send my girlfriend upstairs. <laughs> Him in absolute. I was like, get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. That wasn't watching me. Oh, my. He comes out. She'll stay for the first two minutes, and he's always up first, and it's out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Action Andretti, and I'm like, get, get, up, get upstairs. Get upstairs. Get, get, get out of here. Get. <laughs> All right, final thoughts on that. Shall we move on? I was going to say something. Oh, Go I'll for say it. Answers. No, no. That's not, I forgot it already. How fucking important could it be? All right, so Danielson's working his way up to fight right, MJF <laughs> again. We've been here before. MJF is, he has to, someone has to wrestle through a gauntlet to face MJF. First, we got, uh, who the fuck do we get? Takeshita, great match. Uh, yes. We got Kush, what, did we get Danielson Kushida? No, we didn't. Oh, I, I do have something about Takeshita I'd like to throw in there. Yeah, good. Takeshita apparently did some chops during that match that a certain... Elderly wrestler didn't like woo. Wait, his what? Chops, his chops he looked, he looked terrible. His chops. Was, Can I find woo, this online? Car shield, car shield. Can I find yeah. this online somewhere before you start your first? I thought statement? that was Jr. Where? Who is it? Jr.'s on car shield too. No, no, no. Rick Chris, Flair. Rick Flair on what platform? Let me find it. Uh, I found it on Twitter. Okay, I'll do it. Go ahead. Keep talking to like Rick. Um, but I just want to say, you know, Rick Flair came out. He said that um, the kid, the Japanese kid, he did these chops and they were terrible. He really needs to lay it in. They have to. They have to. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt him. You need to do it. It was embarrassing. I don't know if that's what he said. I don't want to say quote him as that. But he said, you know, when I was younger and I went to Japan, if you got if you chopped guys like that, you came back and they beat you up. Now, I don't know how true that is. Who gives a Probably shit? Not. But what he did, what Takeshita did, is he he tweeted at Ric Flair. You know, I'm tr- I never really did chops before. I'm you trying think? to do them better. <laughs> no, I listen. He, um, I never did chops before. I'm trying to do them better. Never a big thing of mine. Whatever. Can you teach me how to do them right? There you go. Here is a lesson to everyone. You don't know how to do something well. Why don't you ask somebody to help you do it and learn? And that's it. That's all I got. There you go. Also a lesson. If somebody is being a dickhead to you for just trying, approach them with genuineness. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the word. Yep. Sure. Disarm. Disarm, disarm them. With, disarm them. Yep. Disarm them with gen. I do see, like, I'm looking for this tweet. I can't find it. And I'm not going to look too hard. But um, I do see a picture of him with uh, Mongo McMichael. Oh, No. Mungo. Michael looks like a corpse. Mungo, what are you doing, man? Just tell somebody to pull, pull a plug, brother. What are you doing, Mungo? Mungo, I know you're listening. Pull the plug, brother. To catch it up, uh, Brian Danielson, that was one of the ones where I was like, I would have went to this, which I don't say very often when I'm watching Dynamite. Were they in Philly? No. No, I think it was in, like, L.A. or something, but it was just 
the fact that the, the the money we've spent and the kind of whips we've gotten. Yeah. Well, let me. I was like, this would have been something that I wish it would have happened when I was there. But there was some account that called it a botch, though, when he did the uh, bastard driver into the German suplex. Good stuff. Let me let me t- let me tell you this. The only way that you can you, the, the the getting me to go back, it's going to take like CM Punk and Ace Steel versus the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega <laughs> over a nuclear device. <laughs> The winner gets the code to defuse it. That's the only way I'm ever probably going to go back to an AEW show. Shitty bathrooms, can't get concessions, racists, pieces of shit, lots of money, and bad fucking wrestling to see live. Oh, I found it. It was okay. So he said it on his podcast. Yeah. And it was someone named Joseph Santangelo who posted it. He said that they thought the chops thrown by Takeshita. Against Danielson were weak. Takesh just said his response was, I have the utmost respect for Ric Flair. It was incredible to me that he even mentioned me. I added even. He mentioned me. I need to practice a lot as I haven't done much chopping in Japan. Thanks for the advice. I would like you to actually teach me if possible. Watch my chops grow from now on. Fuck yeah. You know what? I'm going to give him a like. There you go. I found it. In between the Mongo McMichael's corpse pictures. I'll leave him alone. Is he dead yet? No. But then I won't. Um, let's see. Uh, who else did MJF have, or Danielson have to fight? Who did he fight you better time? hope Karma ain't Brian real. Cage. It ain't. Oh, he brought, yeah, he fought Brian Cage. Oh. Skinny Brian Cage. Chris, skinny Brian Cage. Thoughts? Hey, skinny Mohawk Brian Cage is the one. He's getting ready to go to the Fed. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Brian Cage. There is something missing in Brian Cage that like he doesn't. I, look, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't fuck, what do I care? He looks like he doesn't put the reps in. I don't know what it is. Like seriously, it looks like he's like one of these guys that's like really good at something. Like he's the he could be the world's greatest wrestler. He's just is like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to do shit. I don't need to practice. He sounds just like fucking Scott Steiner when he speaks. I don't know why he doesn't just harness Scott Steiner. If, you, if if I look like that, all I would be doing all day was just trying to come up with bits to say and creative shit because that's he that's the only thing that's missing. I mean, his in-ring isn't fantastic, but if you look like that and you have something else to you, you could go pretty goddamn far, and he just never does it. He's a giant guy that's acrobatic as fuck. Right there. You know what I mean? Like, he's athletic. He's not just some giant fucking bodybuilder. You have the stuff that 99% at- of people will never get. Never have. Right. I mean, he can, do, he, can, he can wrestle like Rey Mysterio, and he's fucking like 300 pounds of pure steroids. I mean, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I, it's it's... It's unbelievable. I do when he didn't when we went to Impact for the night you can't miss. <laughs> he he didn't wrestle. He was injured. He was in the in the lobby when I went out to go to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah, it was big. I've never seen that. a human being that swollen in my fucking life. And it was like but like the thing is it's like he has this he he wrestles like he has a natural aptitude for it. So yeah. because he has a natural aptitude for it, it comes easy to him, and he thinks he's just – I don't have to practice. Kobe yeah. Bryant had a natural aptitude for basketball. Kobe Bryant practiced like a fucking lunatic. Practice. Kobe Bryant was a better fucking basketball player every fucking season in, he was in the NBA. So he died. Well, he died after he retired. Did he retire and then died? Yeah. yeah. He scored 61 in his last game. How cool was that? And won. Fucking rad. 
I mean, but you like, I've seen videos of him talking about his practice routine. The reason why he had the helicopter is because we can fly to us from his house to the stadium at like four in the morning. Yeah, if you want proof that there's not karma. LA traffic. That's why he had helicopters. Yeah, there you go. Here's my evidence. I'll never because Kobe Bryant would live to be Kobe Bryant would still be alive. There you go. Proof positive. Anyway, uh, MJF, yes. Uh, so he's going to fight Danielson eventually. I don't know when the pay-per-view is. Who do we got next week? Oh, we got Timothy Thatcher. Noah's own. Oh, we talked you... about Noah. Noah's Wait, own hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you guys see the, uh, the the doctor that was evaluating Brian Danielson? Oh, God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we can't Tell me, that. is your shocking wrong with my shoulder or not? Well, it looks like he just made up some, like, seven medical words in a row. The most juiced up doctor of all He was like, time. yeah, he was like, tell me, doctor, what's broken? Well, it seems like it's your Smith-Tophonicolosum. <laughs> double, double sciatic, hexagluteral, um, aptenoid. But wait like, a minute, not before. even that. When they panned away and Danielson got up and left, the doctor was like, yes, behind everybody. He's <laughs> got a headset on and a badge. Yeah, doctor. Who's the doctor? doctor? Who's your favorite? Doctor, who's your favorite poet? Flabbin. Flabbin. That's one of my wife's favorite fucking scenes. Who's your favorite chess player? Chess player. Oh, yeah. Snustakov. No, I do it all the time. The poet poet is Flabbin. Flabbin. I do it all the time. I have a guy. My friend does Quizzo at work, at my work, once a month, right? But he's always like, I got a quiz. Like he'll ask me if I think like a quizzo because I work quizzo with him. Like you think this is a good question that I should ask, and he'll ask me the question, and I'll go, and he'll ask, and I'll go, oh, I know that. That's easy. He's like, yeah, who is it? You got it. I was like, yeah, it's Smith. Go. Flabbing. Speaking of which, okay, so a uh, worked injury angle. How about this one? Mox and cowboy shit and a worked injury angle. Mox has a fake concussion. Real good. Cowboy shit's going. You know, Renee Paquette is interviewing backstage. You know, just looking out for him. Oh, God. He fucking sucks. Dude. He's a minor leaguer at best. (laughs) Fuck this dude. Brandon, thoughts? Um, An angle that will really take the light from my eyes. Like, you're just like, this isn't going to get any better when you see this stuff. You know, I should have just recommended my um, uh, head trauma doctor, Flavin. <laughs> Chris, I know, I know what your opinion is on this. Let's move on. How about that? Yeah, go. I got uh, opinions at the end. The acclaimed with the Assmen uh, are going to be having a uh, therapy session with the Ass Boys. They're going to get the family all together again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jimmy's just slap, slapping him right at me on the play shortstop. Did you guys see uh, – Billy Gunn's kind of growing on me in a weird way, and part of it I was this week, the Raw 30 thing with DX and how shitty they all look. And then Billy Gunn's out there and the, the finger me Steroids. <laughs> yeah, but fuck, what do I care about? His oh, heart I don't health. give a shit. Like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, fuck I like his him. health. Look good. I don't even it know was, if he was doing steroids. You, dude, you're 50 TLT. years old. If You do whatever you want. Yo, you do you, Grandpa. <laughs> pop, pop. Yeah. <laughs> you jump in, You jump off that thing, pop, pop. Head first, pop, pop. Live your life, Grandpa. 
Wisecrack. <laughs> I never, I've heard the word grandpop about a million times in my life. I heard it, saw it three times last night. Could not stop laughing at it. That was Jimmy. Those of you who don't know, it was everybody listening to this podcast. We were talking about the great Sasuke. Yeah, through text. A great Sasuke did a uh, spot. He does it every year with this giant barrel, a giant sake barrel, and he puts it around his body, and he does this thing on the – it's insane because Michinoku Pro is fucking nuts. But this year he did like a flying dive with a board over his head onto the barrel, and it is a nasty-looking bump. And I sent it to Chris and Brandon. And afterwards, he was laying on the ground going, oh, oh, oh. Pop up, going to pop up. <laughs> Grandpa blows, fucking hurt himself. Pop hey, up, man. blues. Pop up. Pop up destroyed his L4 and L4, L6 <laughs> and L7. Yes, he did. They got, get good, health, they got good health coverage over in Japan. <laughs> what are we going to get a hot pop up for Christmas? <laughs> he needs a, a new C6. We've got to put a bar into his... Uh, into his uh, whatever. All right. Uh, he just has three vertebrae that are all welded together, like some three big Legos as his back now. The right. bendable Legos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, what else I got? Uh, Darby is the TNT champ. Pretty good matches, man. Fucking Darby's really good. We talked, Chris. You already mentioned Darby's fun to watch. Uh, him watch and Kushida, dude. Kushida fucking rules. We forgot how good he was because he was down in NXT. and then they started doing stuff with him with the Sakuraba pants. Then he came back to New Japan. His music hit. Big celebration. We all knew he was coming. He hasn't done shit because he got foot and mouth disease from his rotten kid. <laughs> now he's now he's over here because he's doing the New Japan Strong Tour. So we're going to see him. By the way, we got tickets. If you guys are going to see uh, New Japan or Philly, uh, we're going to be there. Look for Chris. Don't look for me. Don't, don't talk to me. Brandon, thoughts on uh, Darby Young? It's not strong, right? It's whatever something else is. It's just a New Japan Tour. Okay. Strong's pretty much dead. It'll be a bunch of tag teams. Yeah, no, you well, guys know it. would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, I, I was thinking of when we were talking about Leah Core Center. Like, every time we go to 2300 to stay in the corner, it's notably more fun than paying all that money to go. You know damn right well I got them general admission. Fucking A. Thanks. You know what I'm going to do? They all stink. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find Tanahashi if he's there. I'm going to sniff his armpit. Nice. <laughs> and then my hair will go. I think we might get it. Like a play doh hair barber thing. Most importantly, I think we're getting Kyrie in this tour. Kyrie and or Sasha, which is nice. We're getting one yeah. of them. So I'll be stoked on that. It's almost sold Chris out, is, by the way. New Japan announced it. it's almost sold out that show. Chris is just slowly collecting Tanahashi sweat. Yep. Told one tour my own. Yeah. <laughs> you know who doesn't push tickets? Sasha Banks, because the, even the 2300 uh, fucking New Japan is selling out. On the anticipation that she might show up. It's crazy. Why would anybody want to see her? Insane. Is that even uh, a potential thing? I don't know much about sure it. Sure it is, yeah. That's what this IWGP, you know, when they first, and okay, so when they set up the IWG, uh, IWGP Women's Championship, Obari came over for Forbidden Door, and he saw, watching AEW, he saw the reaction that people were having to women's wrestling. And he said, in a statement, if we want to compete in the United States as a company, we have to have a women's title. We have to have women on our show. And that's when he established the IWGP women's title. So that's why we have it. So we're going to have women on the show, which is good. We'll probably get against local talent of some sort, which is fine. Whatever. We, we're going to see our favorites win and the people that are expected to lose, lose. But we paid money to see these people. And we're going to see them. We might not get Sasha. I think we're definitely getting Kyrie, though. 
Yeah, but you're going to get whoever has that belt. Yeah, well, I don't know who it's going to be. I'm assuming it's going to be Kyrie, but I mean, who's to say? Good. No, I don't have anything else. I'm just genuinely like, I didn't even consider that was a possibility that she could show up. So. Yeah, sure. Might be a tag match, but whatever. My prediction. Yes. Momo Watanabe wins the IWGP Heavyweight <laughs> Champion, uh, the Women's Heavyweight Championship. Right? Yes, yes. Sorry. And then she fucks me three times. You know what I mean? It hits me on the head with a wrench. Okay, Jesus Christ. Um, did you watch her uh, play uh, fucking? I did. Got Did you? Yeah, that video he says is very You strange. did watch it. Uh, yeah, very, what was this? She was, they have some col- uh, collaboration with some mobile game. And all the, the stardom girls have their own little cities. You know, think like Clash of Clans. You got your clan. Well, they got all got their own little cities. And they're on YouTube, on the stardom YouTube channel. Subscribe to YouTube channel. I don't get paid for it. And they, uh, and they're playing the game. It's really boring. But I was flipping, for, I was flipping for something to watch while I was doing the dishes, and I found it. Can't say it. Is that her face? There you go. <laughs> That's your home screen. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I went and did the dishes, and I can hear her in the background going, oh, "No, no, oh, playing the game. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, yeah. no, so, 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 no, no, no." I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" She's playing this dumb game. There you go, Brandon. Thank you. That's what I do at my spare time. You know, some people sit around, they'll put on Sports Channel or Sports Center. What's the fucking called on ESPN? Sports Center? I watch Mobile yep. Watanabe play fucking games and speaking Japanese. Sometimes when you send that shit, I just get a kick out of just icing you and just not completely. I'll read it and look at it and just being like, I'm not responding to this shit. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I know you guys probably don't care, but I'm sending it to you because I got nobody else to talk to about it. Um, any final thoughts on Darby Allen as TNT Chip? No. Um, how about I will this? add that he's the only consistently good thing on the show. Move yes. on. Yes. Um, oh, uh, Sting announced is that he's going to have a retirement tour, by the way. He's retiring for, for real, which we didn't mention as we were off, or we just didn't mention it because we did our best of it. So. Yep, Sting doing a retirement tour. I'm hoping he does 40 matches like fucking Muda did. Chris, yeah, you every iteration. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, I mean, like, are we going to get Surfer's thing? Oh, I think we will. Yeah, we better. His dude, his montage for that Noah show was awesome. Yeah, you got, you got your Surfer Sting, you got all those things. It's mm-hmm. great. I love me some Surfer Sting. Yep. Terrible promo, but man, I was hype as shit about him. I was yep. so mad when he lost that Clash of the Champion because fucking Jason Harvey from the Wonder Years voted for Ric Flair. <laughs> Go look Fuck. for it. <sighs> um, that horse head, biggest- Missy Hyatt. Yeah, knock on wood, one, one, knock on wood. One of the few that may actually get out of here alive and like do it right the whole way. Who's that? Um, Sting. Sting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he didn't do it right the whole way. He did have to find our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Don't they all? Hmm. Don't they all? Ooh, I, mean, I Shawn, got uh, Shawn Michaels got fucking. He did so much fucking booze and drugs as I went wonky. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was when he found Jesus. Jesus claimed his eye. We talked about this before. Yeah. I will forgive you for everything you've done. All your sins will be gone if I can have your eye. He's just like this. He's like, I will forgive you for everything you've done. For one price. What is it? And what is it? Because they all talk like Rick. (laughs) What is it? Suck it. 
What is he, he went against the Jesus guy. You can't tell. Hopefully, you're watching the video. He did the, the cotton ball thing. He did the cotton ball thing. He did the cotton ball thing. He's like, this is you. He's on his knees in a creek, like looking up at the sky, like he's getting baptized, and just a laser beam comes down, touches his eye, and just goes, burns his eyeball out. Like killing an ant. I'll give you one thing. Your eye. Yeah, a giant god yeah. hand comes down with a mic- uh, magnifying glass and burns his eyeball out. <laughs> you see, he plucks it like feature. Dries up like a raisin. Well, after, his eye went co- after he went cockeyed, it went. Fuck it. This is off the rails. You will no longer be a sexy boy. You will be a wonky boy. I'm just a wonky boy. Wonky boy. That's what maybe what made it go wonky. It was all that dancing like shista, shista, shista. Yeah. And his eye just slipped off the track. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. You can't appreciate it. I'm just a wonky boy. Watch it on YouTube. All right. Um, uh, as I was trying to get to, surprise, surprise, we didn't predict this. No one did. The Elite won the trios tournament. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, you may be fans of this. This stunk. This whole thing stunk from beginning to end except for the Christmas trees. So predictable. Such shit. No thank you. Don't do it again. Brandon thoughts? I forgot that it was still going on. That's how little I was into it by the end, which is the worst thing you can do. Wrestle seven times, and at the end, people just, like, don't even want to look at what happened. Chris? Let me just add some context to that. Yeah. Seven matches. That's two months long. Same episode of TV. For two months almost. Well, at least 20 minutes of it was. <laughs> at least 20 minutes. Except for the Christmas tree. That was good. That was awesome. But you could have put fucking... You know what would you, if they had no. done... Action Andretti in there. Action Andretti. Would you call him Velveteen Dream? Um, no. Yeah, I, can't, I guess. can't say his word anymore. Get us knocked off. We'll get us knocked off YouTube. I just said uh, I didn't say the second part. I just said the first part and stopped. No, me. I did. It's my fault. Yeah. No, no. I, I I break under questioning. Um, if You're like AJ Soprano it. when he got caught peeing all over his school. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> God. When he throws it. Oh God. He is low key. I I think we talked about this on there. The low key one of my favorite characters on that show. Who? Who the kid? The kid. He's a fucking riot. <laughs> Especially when he ties a cinder block to his feet, jumps in a pool. I didn't see that. Wait, he dies yeah. at one point? Oh, yeah. No, 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 he doesn't. No. He got DNA on me. <laughs> so good. Remember when, um, when he gets shot? When Tony gets shot and the news is at their house and they're trying to get a comment and he's in the window like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, like a teenager. Yep. David Chase kind of had a grasp on what human beings actually looked like, like acted like at they different did. stages in their life. Good job on you. Let's give a round of applause to David Chase. David Chase, good job. Thanks for listening. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for listening. Don't Mongo. Don't like Mongo. Jimmy will mock you until you die. Hey, man. It's not my mocking that's going to kill him. It's just poor living. Not like Game of Thrones, the TV show, which we can now tag in this episode on YouTube to get more views. How about Game of Thrones? Now streaming on HBO Max. Max, Max, Max. Um, this is totally going off the rails. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about with that AEW? 
Yeah, I will talk about something. Yes. Uh, we kind of touched, we touched on this before, and I would like to get into it because, you know, I had a rant and rave because we did our let best of, and then I just said, fuck it, and I never said anything because just repeating myself over and over again. But I will say this. When we first started doing this podcast, um, you guys would like, would, would kind of get into the like nuts and bolts of storylines and stuff. And you, I, I always like, what am I fucking stupid? Like, how come I wasn't seeing what you guys were seeing? I, I watch wrestling. It's not like I don't know what the fuck is going on. I understand it. And I realized, and then, I, you know, I kind of found my lane as to how to talk about things. Cause I'm not the greatest articulator in the world of my, of my, my feelings, but, I started to realize that it just happened over the last few weeks. The reason why I could never articulate what was going on in like AEW in the beginning and through the whole pandemic when they were wrestling out of Daly's place, I didn't fucking care. I couldn't articulate it because my answer to it is I gave such little shit about what they were doing on TV that I couldn't even come up with anything to fucking say. I was just at a loss. And we're here now with this. Every episode, everything they fucking do. I don't give a shit. Tonight's Rampage is a fucking banger. Yeah, it is. It's the last couple of weeks have been really good. Yeah, Tim and 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 you know, maybe this is a new trend that they're gonna try, uh, or it's you know, obviously it's on the same day that they take Wednesdays, and Wednesdays was kind of, you know, all about Jay Briscoe, which is fine. That's their gig. Who gives a shit? I'm not knocking it. But the main event was Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal. I mean, that's a yeah, ring yeah. of honor match. Just to make, a, to make a point about that, and I wanted to make a point about it, and I'm glad you reminded me. The show wasn't great this week. Um, and, of course, like you said, it was about honoring Jay Briscoe with this main event. Congratulations. I mean, they did it. Thank you. Mark Briscoe's on TV, whatever they had to do. Apparently Warner Brothers didn't want the Briscoes on there because of the shit that Briscoe said years ago, which he's apologized for countless times about fucking uh, queerphobic shit and stuff. He's apologized a million times. But the biggest problem I had with the main event is that it had fucking Jay Lethal in it, who's on my fucking television every week in fucking pointless matches, pointless angles. It made that main event pointless, and I didn't really want to watch it. And I skipped through a lot of it to get to the end of it. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that 100%. And I'm, as you're saying that, just in the last two seconds, I'm trying to rattle through my brain. Anybody in Ring of Honor, you could have had him fucking wrestle other than Jay Lethal. Now, maybe he's doing that for Jay Lethal. I get it. I understand it. But you still have to put on an entertaining television show, right? Your, your, your priority is your viewers. You know, it's a shame what happened with, 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 uh, with Mark Briscoe. It's terrible. Or I'm sorry. Um, uh, Jay Briscoe. It's terrible what happened with him. But at the same time, you have a commitment to your viewers where you're just not going to do this thing because you think it's the right thing to do for the guys that work for you. Because that's not the priority is making sure the viewers want to turn in, tune in every week. It just doesn't make – look, whatever. I don't fucking care. It's not that big a deal. What I was getting into, it, and it leans into it. Like, you know, what if I'm just some guy who doesn't know who Jay, who Jay Briscoe was? What if I'm some WWE fan that just decided to watch AW and give it a shot? There's got to be those every single week, right? 
There's got to be fans from WWE every single week that go, let me just check this the fuck out. I always liked Cesaro. I always liked Chris Jericho. Let me go watch this show. And then that's what they get. They get two guys that they probably never heard of wrestling in the main event of, of, uh, of a tribute show to, of, to a guy that they never heard of. You know, and when Owen Hart died, they paid tribute to Owen Hart all night long. The main event of Raw was not, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not, was not a match that revolved around, like, Teddy Hart versus Davy Boy Smith Jr., you know? So, but that being said, I, I just, the reason why I had we would have a hard time discussing these plot points and what I thought about this and where they were going was because I just didn't give a shit. And I'm going to be honest with you. I still don't fucking give a shit. Dynamite's a banger tonight only because it's Emi Sakura and fucking... Um, Rampage. Uh, I'm sorry, Rampage. Emi Sakura and... Um, help me. I'm drawing a Jamie blank. Hader. I'm sorry. Nia Jamie Jax. Hader, thank you. Jamie Hader. Nia, Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Nia Jax is going to come out and give us the truth. It's it's uh, it's um, it's uh, Babbitt and uh, Nia Jax. <laughs> Ashley Babbitt? Ashley Babbitt and Nia Jax. All right, no, right. so... Handicap match. And Timothy Thatcher and Brian Danielson. The only reason I want to watch these matches is because I would watch these matches at any point. They don't have to be for anything. Uh, one thing that uh, I haven't watched yet, and just as a note, there is a Jay Briscoe, Briscoe tribute show on the Ring of Honor YouTube channel. It's up for free. I believe it's three hours long. Oh, my God. It's long, but it's got all kinds of matches and highlights and stuff like that on there. I mean, I don't know. I just, it's just, they're not, in all these years, they just, they've, there have been very, very few moments that, uh, have really made me that interested in what's going on. To the fact where I actually. How about Athena versus Madison Rain, which I'm watching right now? Is that going to make No. Sense? No. And, uh, sloppy ass in the ring and, alright, I'm losing, I'm losing. I, I, I guess. Apart. Right, so, go ahead. Yeah. I have a couple different things to say. Yeah, um, one to address your point. Yeah, the, uh, there's there's been many weeks for me where this is just an, uh, an exercise in uh, trying to time, trying to practice speaking about something and come up with something interesting to say despite caring about it. So you're not you're not alone there. Uh, two, I think you slipped up and actually said it's it's a shame what happened to Mark Briscoe, which... No, I, I corrected which, myself. To, but, yeah, to be fair, I think it is a shame what happened to Mark Briscoe. He yeah. doesn't look so so good either. <laughs> uh, and three, I actually kind of landed on the other side with this match where uh, the moment it started, they cut to Jay Briscoe and he was crying. Mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. Jay I'm Lethal. sorry, Jay Lethal. Jesus Christ. This there is I why do, this way Vince doesn't have people with the same first name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Jay Lethal was crying and... That was when I was like, ah, I should watch this. I've right. never. When's the last time I saw someone start crying before a match even started? So that to uh, me Suzu made Suzuki it, versus Julia. Yeah, and that was awesome too. So, yeah, so uh, I, 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 regardless of my thoughts on Jay Lethal, I was like, this must mean something to the two of them that I have no idea about, and uh, that's more interesting than ninety percent of the shit that AEW puts on. But there you go. I get where. You're going. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, AEW? Nine. I like AEW still. I think they're, I think they're doing pretty good. <laughs> so you, full of shit. I gotta try to get people to listen. Have no, you guys seen what, what AEW is being leading into? 
What's that? Have you guys seen what AEW has been leading into in the last two weeks? No, go ahead. Talk to me. Oh, uh, Dana White's power slap. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Slap guy slaps his wife in the face. Now he has a slap league on TV. Great guys. Immediately. One of the craziest things I've seen. I saw somebody like, I did see somebody say that, um, so you can cheat in a match. Yes. Yeah. And I was about you, to say this. If you knock somebody out, um, you go through anyway. You win. Because they can't get to you. There you go. Mm-hmm. Dana White's calling them fights. They're not fights. Just two men swinging each other's heads trying to cause TBIs. And yeah, if you break all of the rules and KO the guy instantly, you lose via DQ and then advance in the tournament. <laughs> pretty fatal flaw to any tournament that they just didn't address. It's one of the worst uh, TV shows I think that have ever existed. I'm just curious where they do this. I'd love to know what athletic commission sanctioned it's this. Nevada sanctioned yeah. it, and it's they do it at that UFC Apex Center where they were mm-hmm. holding events during the pandemic. Jesus yeah. Christ. I have a feeling it's something's going to happen. CBS is going to pull the plug on it. Yeah, ratings. They're not getting any. Wow. I, are they? I don't know. I, the numbers that came out, it's like one, uh, three quarters of the, the, the carryover from wrestling turned it off within the first five minutes. Well, then I think somebody I saw last or this Wednesday, some, they did well. No, maybe they did after. Like, oh, people, no. People bought into the chaos hype of it. I watched like, it. I mean, like I was part of it. Good. It's we'll fucking about- bad. All right, this this week's dynamite. Let's talk about it real quick. Uh, actually, we're gonna wait a minute. No, we can talk about it next week. Doesn't matter. All right, any final thoughts? Nah, that was it. Yeah. How about those Friday night fucking shows, man? We're doing recording on a Friday. Oh, how mad were fucking Sasha stands that she didn't show up, even though they didn't. They already announced who the tag partner was for that women's match. They thought this is gonna the, be a, this is gonna be a thing now, huh? Yeah, Sasha Sasha Banks was gonna show up on AEW, even though there was no indication she would. They mentioned boss. They mentioned boss in a uh, in a promo. If she doesn't show up at twenty three hundred, I'm gonna be mad. I'm not gonna. The tickets were cheap and the booze is cheap. I'm okay. The hot dogs are cheap too. Chris, are you excited for uh, Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki for the uh, Ring of Honor title? No. Damn it. I'll win you over. No. All right, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? She's embarrassing. I can't watch her on TV. I had to change channel. I got no She's, problem. It's horrible. Mm. It's horrible. Pokemon. Evil. You know, all goes together. Wolfman. Wolf lady. Fire She's lady. that wolf lady. <laughs> Pokemon. Robot wings. I made these myself. Good work. Slot mess. Yeah, Brent. How are you breathing? What's Nothing up? snug. Well, I was going to say we'll have to get creative here in the coming months. I have a feeling. Yeah, I was thinking we might have to. Uh, I gotta take a look at the calendar because there's that big uh, New Japan show, which we'll talk about next week, where we get to find out if Jay. Uh, oh, you know what we have this week? Fucking Royal Rumble. Isn't that Saturday? Sunday or Saturday? Yeah, no, yeah, it's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. I won't watch which, it. It's Saturday. Saturday. I will watch. Sunday. I won't watch. Saturday. Uh, are we stoked? What, what are we expecting? Brandon, are you gonna watch? Uh, I, I mean, I'm intrigued. I I don't know, man. I'm a sucker. Every every uh, this in WrestleMania every year, I just like the I come up like uh, what's his name, the Groundhog, 
What's it? Gus? <laughs> Gus, yeah. yeah. Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney Phil. I'm like, no, it's Gus. <laughs> Keep scratching. Yay! Now he skateboards. Am I going to They did the Raw 30. Kid Rock Taker came out. Oh, did my you God, watch it or no? Nah, nah, I just watched it on YouTube. A couple clips. I did, I did, yeah, I, I heard that, uh, American Badass came out, which apparently Vince McMahon hates. So Vince McMahon is definitely not in charge of creative right now. Because <laughs> apparently he fucking hates the American Badass. I'm pretty sure Undertaker does whatever the fuck he wants. Do you remember uh, when we went and saw it live, Chris? And, I was just going to say this. Like, oh, I don't fucking like Undertaker stinks. I don't fucking like him. I don't like him. And then when he <laughs> came out on that motorcycle, I jumped up. I was like, yeah, take <laughs> <laughs> I never was a fan of the Undertaker. Ever. Like, mm-hmm. I, not that it wasn't yeah, a fan, it just didn't resonate with me. No, it doesn't with me. Right. We go to SmackDown, where Brock Lesnar won the champion. They're presenting him with the championship belt, which is a big fucking letdown, by the way. I wanted to see wrestling, not him in the room with a fucking podium. Oh, there you go. It was also that the was night Smackdown. that the American Dragon wrestled John Cena. Yeah, we mentioned that before. Or whatever. And then fucking uh, Undertaker comes down. And I hear you rolling, 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 wasn't it? Oh, no, American Badass, whatever the fucking song. Who gives With a the shit? Metallica. The and he came in on that motorcycle, and I was like, yeah! I was losing yeah! it. Yeah! And I was punching myself in the face. Jimmy was screaming on his chair. He fell through his chair and smashed his face. True story. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay. The La-, La Parca mask? I don't know if we've told that story before. I saw the guy that was sitting next to you. Brandon, have we told you the story about when we went to see... SmackDown and I wore a La Parca mask. I don't think so. Where I was, I wore the La Parca mask because I wanted to challenge uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. to a match. <laughs> no, no, you have not told this story. <laughs> we were all in wrestling, wrestling masks. Jimmy just wore his the longest. I didn't take mine off. Yeah, Chris. So we're at the match and uh, we're at SmackDown and it's a you know commercial break or whatever, and the, the people come out with the t-shirt guns. And everybody's like, yeah, Jimmy, T-shirt, yo, woo, T-shirts, T-shirts. Jimmy gets up on his stool. Up on his, we're on the floor, so we're in the folding chairs. Like row six or something like that. Yeah, yeah we're we're like, pretty good seat. Great ones. He gets up on his chairs. He's on two chairs. Folding. Folding chairs. <sighs> I can't do it because I have a little puppy here that'll probably poop his pants when he hears this. He gets up on his chairs and he's, ah, shit. Give me a shit, 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 shit. He steps, his feet both shift back to the back of the forge. <sighs> the weight of his feet causes the chairs to shoot up. His feet fall through the now hole that's there. Uh, and he's laying. <laughs> flying I'm sure there's a lot of room around you too, yeah. None. I'm laughing. He doesn't know that I saw this. He gets but up. like okay. So if you know what the Laparca mask looks like, it's a you know it's a Mexican oh, yeah. wrestling mask, Luke's door mask, but it also has this hood on it. And the hood flew over the front of my face. I can't see either. Flew up and across <laughs> my face. So I'm like, ah, everybody, all right? Are you okay? He yeah, goes, this is, I'm all right. I'm all right. You okay? Somebody okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're okay. Mind you. Completely sober. There's no alcohol involved in this. No, I wasn't. Just, I'm, sorry. Hey, I'm okay. I'm okay. You okay? You okay? All right. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then he's just like, and then he come like the the the, the meter just goes all the way back down. It's a like red line, and now he's back down to zero. <laughs> Oops. He looks no, over I, to his I, left. No shame, brother. I, no shame. I am never embarrassed. I thought it was the greatest shit ever. Looks over to his left, and I'm in, locked in silent laughter. 
like in tears laughing. Like in tears, I couldn't <laughs> saw the whole fucking thing happen. And when he saw me, that's when the laughter started. I don't think you realize how ridiculous <laughs> he looked at me. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> was it in the mask? He turned the mask over and made a look at you. No, oh, I didn't. Like, the mask never came off my no, fa- my head the entire show. So you just see oh, yeah. a park a mask turn and be like, "Was that bad?" <laughs> right, and I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain the genesis of this. There was a we all so we wore the masks just to have fun. But what Jimmy did, and I knew he did this on purpose. There was an episode of Nitro where they went backstage and they were fighting. And Laparka was standing there in his gear. I don't know if he was in street clothes or his gear. And his Laparka mask. And a cup of coffee. And he's drinking it through the little tiny hole. Yeah, yeah. So Jim's trying to do everything. <laughs> the little tiny hole. He's trying to drink soda. Pour it down in front of his fucking face. Oh, God. That was a hell of a night. <laughs> Great wrestling. World's greatest tag team versus uh, Eddie Guerrero and, uh, and um, Chavo Guerrero. Mm-hmm. In the low rider? I don't remember. It was a great fucking night of wrestling. wrestling. It really was. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Incredible. So yeah. Funny. I mean, Brandon, were you there, there when, when I was freaking out about Roman Reigns when we went to wrestling? Were you there for that show? I was there, but I didn't sit with you guys. Was the other oh, show. okay. okay. Chris, you, you were there when I was take. screaming about Roman Reigns. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Roman Reigns is my favorite. Roman Reigns is my favorite. I was just freaking out just to be a jackass. I do remember when Jimmy was screaming at Thea Trinidad, what's her name? Um, what the fuck is her name? Doesn't matter. Thea Trinidad, it's Alistair Black's wife, whatever her mm-hmm. name is. She was in Andrade's Corner. Mm-hmm. He's screaming, I love you! I love you! I love you! <laughs> I love you! And the guy in front of her turned around, in front of him turned around and was like, Well, actually, she's mine to ask what? Thanks. <laughs> That's what I said. I looked at her, thanks, bud. Thanks, oh, okay, bud. Thanks. Guess, guess I don't have a shot anymore. Yeah, me up in the fucking 700 level. I <laughs> thought she was really going to point me out and be like, come on down, I'm going to suck your cock. <laughs> Somebody in a WWE polo comes comes and taps you on the shoulder and says, she wants to see you. Now listen. Three uh, um, at Trinidad would like to see you backstage. Like to, now we can either give you free t-shirts or you can go backstage. <laughs> <laughs> give me the t-shirt, I want the t-shirt. That was actually the, the t-shirt night when LaParca fell on his face was actually the night that they had to remove. They had to make a guy in the front row wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey. They had to make him take it off (sighs) because he was destroying the entire telecast. Yep. And they were just going after him. He's fucking railing on him. And that's why he wore it. Yeah. He wore it to get attention. And WWE was like, look, you need to take that off. You got it. Take it off now. Yeah. We don't care about the Dallas Cowboys. We care about the television show we're promoting. You're ruining it. I care about Randy Orton. All right, that's a good story. <laughs> I don't know if Randy Orton was on that show back then. Nah, that was before Randy, I think. Yeah, I think it was. No, around that, around the time when he, it may have been Young when he was you guys in the head. Yeah, the punt, punt days. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. There you go. I got. Oh, I'd like to show something I noticed. Oh, this okay, week, and then we'll tune out. Do you mind? There we go. Yeah, let's, no, let's not at all. I went to Wawa. Wawa local some, convenience store. Yeah, if you're not familiar. Well, they're not all that local. They're all over the East Coast now. But, yeah, East Coast convenience store now. Grab the Slim Jim. Snapped into it. Snapped into it. Randy Savage. Still on the wrapper. Yeah, he is. Still getting paid. I am curious as to any... if Check there the is date any, on that thing? No, they're brand new. They're brand new. He's still... 
he's still getting paid for it. All right, that's not interesting. We can leave. It's I mean, he's no, it is. He's synonymous with Slim Jim. Do you think of Slim Jim without thinking of Randy Randy Macho Man Savage? I don't. No, I mean, you know, I just I thought it was interesting that somebody's estate's getting paid almost ten years after his death. Who else could die and still? I don't know. My point was, I don't know of anybody in history whose estate got paid for a product that he endorsed Mm. ten years after he was dead. I'm just curious if there's anybody out there. Chuck Taylor. They probably own that name. Chuck Taylor. Yeah. They probably own those names. Right. They probably gave him a lump sum of fucking money at the beginning. Chuck Taylor, Rod Laver, Stan Smith. Most of those guys, they're all dead. Right. And they probably were like, hey, listen, Adidas was probably like, hey, listen, here's $100,000. Probably here's $10,000. We're going to make a shoe with your name on. Oh, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. And now they just make Stan Smith for 100 years, and they don't give his uh, estate any money. Right. I'm just curious if that's – he could be one of the old guys. And not only just his name, his fucking likeness. Right. Or if you're old enough, you know that Stan Smith used to have, like, a black and white drawing of his face on the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Same with Rod John, John Madden with the football game. There's a, yeah. there's going to be a, there's a, it's a rare breed. That may be the ultimate goal as a pro wrestler to get so over that your estate keeps getting paid off of how cool you were. How cool you were during this well, five year period, right? They also, so they, which were wasn't so, just not to interrupt you, sorry, but no, sorry. Randy, Randy Savage, when he was like, when I, was a kid and Slim Jim came out, at least as far as I'm aware, he mm-hmm. was kind of wrapping it up. He was in NWO, like, yeah. he was, well, he was doing cowboy hat. Randy at the end of his WWE yeah. run. A lot of he was in, run. yeah, he was snapping to a Slim Jim in WWE still. So nice. Cowboy, cowboy hat Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, when he went to WCW, the reason why Bischoff signed him was that Slim Jim paid a salary. They gave them his salary to pay him so he could be on TV. And then they paid him on top of that. I just think it's amazing that this dude's been dead for almost 10 years and fucking he's still on there. And them fuckers are – and they're the big fucking meaty, wide Slim Jims. The BBCs. The BBC Slim Jim and not bad bar coke. Bad bar coke. (laughs) We have a a guy who's the known uh, purveyor of spirits outside of alcohol that comes into the bar. And – my buddy nicknamed him BBC. And I was like, do you know what that means? He's like, yeah, bad bar coke. And I leaned <laughs> up and I went, big black cock. <laughs> and he looked at me like, not anymore. It's bad bar coke. Bad bar coke. <laughs> I love it. All right. That's an episode. That's, that's little homework. Let's see if we can figure out any other people that are still getting paid by a company. Their estate is getting paid by a company. It's you know, It's an interesting point because guys like Stan Smith that you mentioned and stuff like that, it was back in the days probably when you got a lump sum up front. Yeah, and then and Michael nothing. Jordan came along and was like, I think I'll be part of this product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you want to use my likeness, you pay me till the end of time. Yeah. And Jordan will die long after he's dead. Right. I threw out or, John Madden, but that's a reason. Yeah, I'll Madden. try to take some more. Nowadays, celebrities and people like that are, instead of using their likeness to promote a product, they just buy the product. They become an investor in the product. Mm-hmm. Crystal Skull Vodka, the uh, Clooney, Clooney's tequila, like you know what I mean. Like, what's the, what's the the, rock? Rock? the 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 clothing company that everybody is like? Kanye had them and they fired them. It's like Apple Bob's, Belangio, Balenciaga, Never I, I dumbass. I guess I'm uncultured. Never fucking heard of it until he got fired by them. Huh. And they had there kids in S and M gear. And they came out with all that pedo shit. Yeah, pedo stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Where to go?
right. Next week. Uh, next week. Uh, Dynamite. Uh, next week we'll talk about Royal Rumble if we watched it. I guess. Yeah, Give yeah. Well, we should cover it, even if you don't watch it. Just look it up. Yeah, I will. Not that we have. Not that we've ever done that before, but. Yeah, sure. We. I mean, I think every year we we at least discuss Royal Rumble and, yeah. uh, and, and Mania, WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean they're the two big fun ones. So, yeah, I guess we'll talk about that. It's a Saturday right. night. I won't be able to watch it, which is a bummer. You watch it Sunday. It's in well, Philly, isn't it? it is. yeah. No, no, is it? I think it is. I don't think so. Wrong. But it's look it up. Game, right? Yeah, that's Sunday. I guess it wouldn't matter. And it wouldn't matter because they would have scheduled it last year. It wouldn't matter. It's at the Alamo Dome. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't know what made me think it was in Philly. Yeah, what's going on? Raw was just here. Oh, that's Raw, what it was. Well, no, Raw, was Raw would also be on Monday as well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. All right, bye.